Hello everyone and welcome back to Real Talk with Raquel. Um, I am excited today to talk to a woman that has been in my life for the past approximately seven, almost eight years. Um, her name is Nikki. She's 35 years old and she is single, gentlemen. Um, she is an old soul just like me. We believe in that fairy tale love. And the most beautiful thing that we have in common are our two boys. They are 11 years old now and they are both autistic. We will get a little bit deeper into that later on. But I am just very happy to have her in my life and to be able to have really, really good conversations with. So let's get to it. Hi, Nikki. Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, thank you in advance for joining me today. Um, I wanted to do it a little bit different in the beginning this time. And if you can just introduce yourself for the people that are listening so they can get a little bit of a backstory on you. Okay. Um, I'm Nikki. I'm 35 years old. Um, I have a son. His name's Noah. He's my world. He's special needs. He has autism. Um, he's adorable. He's a handful and keeps me on my toes. <laughs> and I'm a hairstylist, part-time counselor with that. <laughs> That's right. And, yeah. And I also write poetry. So, okay. Have you done anything, you know? Yes. Can people look actually, you up? Yes. I self published my book, Curse to Be a Fix- Fixer, a couple of years ago. Um, it's on Amazon. You just got to search Curse to Be a Fixer. Ooh, I can't even talk. Curse to Be a Fixer okay. by Nikki, Nikki Marie. And it will. Um, it will come out on Amazon and also on Kindle, if you have okay. the Kindle app. So, yes. And then I'm also in a couple of anthologies as well. Um, one of them is called Dear Sister Friend. Okay. That one is on Amazon. And another one that I also um, am a part of, it's called Poets Block. Okay. And that one you can find on a website, and I can give you the link so you can post it because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, have you always been a writer? You know, when I was little, um, me and my brother, we were so bored at home, and we would act like we were in a band. <laughs> so oh, my brother no. used to like play his... Um, like little piano and I used to pretend I was like the singer and I would get a spiral notebook and I would try to write songs me and my brother both did this that's awesome yeah and of course they were all like about love but I didn't know what the hell I was writing about yeah I was just (laughs) like acting like I got my heart broken (laughs) yeah is there oh go ahead go ahead 
And so I think that's when like my love of writing kind of started and I would write like little poems and I had like a little spiral notebook in middle school and high school. And, but I never really put it out there. I was yeah. very private about it. Yeah, I'm glad you did because I've read uh, Curse to be a Fixer and it's a really, really good poetry book. Um, you kind of sort of I felt like you were talking about me in some of those and I really enjoyed <laughs> it. I really enjoyed it um, thank you yeah it was yeah. really raw <laughs> very very and uh I like that I like that you stepped out of your shell and did that I'm proud of you for that and I hope that you know are you are you going to publish any more books or are you yes I'm actually um, about to have one out as well in July and it's going to be called to be an old soul that one's going to be on barnesandnobles.com okay I'm excited about that um that's like a big deal for me because I always wanted to be on Barnes and Nobles (laughs) awesome that's awesome yeah I'm excited you gotta let us know when you do that so we can support you yes definitely definitely is there a Instagram account that people can follow you or a Facebook account that you want to share Yes, on Instagram, it's just Dear Nikki Marie. Okay. And on Instagram, I think it's Dear Nikki Marie. Too. I mean, Facebook is Dear Nikki Marie as well. Okay, perfect. Well, so, if yes. anybody wants to follow my girlfriend Nikki or just are curious what she looks like, I don't know if she has any pictures of herself <laughs> up there. <laughs> Go ahead and no, not, not on the poetry ones, but. <laughs> Dear Nikki Marie. <laughs> okay Nikki so let's start um with everything going on in the world right now I would like to know your side and your feelings of how you see everything that's going on um it's heart-wrenching it's really heartbreaking you know especially I don't think nothing or anything or anyone can make you know, that situation, right. And it's super heartbreaking. I feel like it's a lot to process with everything going on. I've heard so many speeches and amazing, amazing speeches and unity. And it's, it's a beautiful, it's a bittersweet movement, I feel. But on the other hand, of course, with everything good comes bad. And I feel like there's also a lot of destruction and a lot of hatred and a lot of feelings being exposed um, that we didn't realize, you know, how some of our close friends or family feels toward another race. And wow, I I am so glad you touched on that. Yeah. Because I have realized just through my, and I only have Instagram uh, well, yeah. I have TikTok too, but I Instagram is my main thing. And it's funny how you say that because you see the people that don't put anything at all. Yes. That, And then you see people that you haven't seen post anything in such a long time. And they have these beautiful messages that are coming out to their audience. Yes. And then you see people changing all of this with George Floyd to politics. Yes. I hate that. And and hate is a really strong word, but politics has nothing at all 
to fucking do with what that cop did. Yes. With an S to that gentleman. Nothing. And that's one of the things that irked me, Nikki, that people want to put politics into all of this. Yeah. I understand why they want to do it, but now is not the time to talk about it. Let's change what they're doing to these cops first. Let's do what protesting is supposed to do first, and then we'll get into the politics. Yeah, see that that's I I hate talking about politics. Oh, me too. <laughs> In general. Me too. Um just even posting about it. I I don't like to get too into that I mean of course I have my opinions and I respect those opinions that are that differ than my, you know different than mine and you know it's it's hard because I feel like um, people right away just want to go straight and talk about you know of anything presidential and, and they want to it's it's easy to point the fingers right now when you're angry when you're mad when your emotions are tied into everything. So, yes. and I get in, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, no, some things maybe are rightful to blame on certain people. And, you know, right. I think in times like this, we often forget who we're mad at, you know? Exactly. I sit and think to myself when the house is quiet, like now, if, if, the audience hears noise it's like the crickets and stuff because I'm actually sitting outside having a glass of water um but I sit and think to myself how was that man raised mm-hmm. what was his anger that he went completely he I I honestly think he he wasn't even paying attention at that point when he didn't even flinch to take his knee off of that gentleman. I I think he blacked out. The only reason I'm saying that it's because it's happened to me personally, maybe like once or twice in my life. I'm not proud of it, but mm-hmm. I have blacked out out of anger. And if you want, I can tell you how, but have you ever blacked out out of anger? Blacked out? No, but I think that's an interesting topic because I love that you're being really transparent about that because some people, I believe they do black out. I personally don't think he blacked out. I think, because um, I saw another post, somebody had posted a picture of him. It was a celebrity and it was like another picture of him and his hat had like um like a racial slur against, I, th- I think it was against black people. I don't remember exactly the picture, but it was pretty much saying that he was a, a racist. You know, he's been a racist. So yeah. to me, racism is is learned, you know, <laughs> and he, exactly. he learned that behavior. So to me, I'm not, I don't think he necessarily blacked out. It didn't seem like it, in my opinion. I mean, who knows? Only he knows if he did or not. But um... Okay, maybe he didn't black out, but how can I explain this to you? I have gotten to the point where I don't care what's going to happen with my anger. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. It hasn't been recently. This was many years ago, many, many moons ago. I was a very young girl that 
was defending my culture because there was this white kid in high school and I don't know if any of my high school friends listen to this and I don't know if they remember this but um, there was this white kid in our high school that you can tell was racist 100%. He would say that all the Mexicans were gangbangers that I, that he didn't understand why, why we were even born and he would just do little things like that and one Cinco de Mayo oh no it was September 15th or no, Cinco de Mayo, and we had our Mexican flags, and we wore, you know, shirts with my, you know, we were, we, yeah. we didn't have Instagram and everything back then, so we wore whatever we believed. Yes. And this kid, I will never forget, I was walking from gym, and this kid took the flag away from, a, I think it was a guy, and lit it on fire in the middle of the hallway. Oh, wow. I... All I remember, Nikki, all I remember was I literally, if people were fighting, I literally jumped over and just started punching him. I was about, I think, 15. Freshman year. It was freshman year. Wow. And there was a lot of anger for a long time in that school. A long time. But at the same time, I was in between because I had a lot of white friends. Yes. So I knew how to handle situations like that where I can talk to my white friends and talk to my Mexican friends. But because I respect people, I don't have, I don't have, that what to me, I wasn't being racist at that point. To me, I was defending my culture, my nationality. But when I tell you that I, that's all I remember, that's all I remember. Yeah. But that's how angry I was. I am not defending this cop oh. before people start thinking that, I'm, <laughs> that yeah. I'm like on his side. Absolutely not. This gentleman should have never have passed away. I have cried. I get tears in my eyes right now. My, my voice is cracking every time I think of the way that man died. Yes. Did he do wrong in his life? Maybe. Maybe he did. But he doesn't deserve to, to die like that. And to leave his little girl the way. No, yeah, he definitely left not. Her. It's just sad. And actually, um, I read up on him a little bit, and he seemed like a very humble, good Samaritan, a good man, a good family man. Like, um, I know he was involved in church in Houston, too. Um, just, to, I, you know, nobody deserves that. And nobody. just to know that, you know, he actually you know, had a little girl and he, that's just, it's just heartbreaking, the whole situation. And it's I saw, um, I saw actually on Instagram, a, another celebrity posted um, his daughter and his daughter said that his, her dad changed the world. So that's a beautiful thing. But when I think of the riots and the killings that come are coming out of this, I read another article. I mean, I don't know if this is true, what source it, it is. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be yeah, quoted here. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> I read that his girlfriend uh, said that he wouldn't have wanted that, you know, because, you know, he probably would want a movement, but a peaceful movement. Now, don't get me wrong, because I've seen this argument all over Facebook and a lot of people are, are saying, you know, how can we make moves with peace? Because we've already tried that. You know, so it's just a lot. And then uh, I think what bothers me, too, is um, um, 
people are are bashing so many people for being quiet. You know, like, well, if you're not speaking up, then that means you're racist or I'm going I'm deleting you and and things like that. But uh-huh. my look my view on this is this. I believe you should speak and you should speak loud about how you feel and however you want to do it. You know, that's that's the country we're supposed to live in is a country, you know, with freedom, freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. So but to me, I think the problem is you say something, people are like, oh, now you want to speak up, but you never did before. You don't say something. You're like, you know, oh, why are you being quiet? You're silent, you know? So I feel like some people Yeah, you're just, damned you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So I feel like some people just feel like they don't know what to do. So in that case, somebody that is and, protesting and learn is learn. Yes. And that's that's Going. the thing. That's what I had um posted. I, I made like one long post on Facebook and I just said Instead of bashing the people that don't, that aren't saying anything, why don't we teach them? Some people just literally don't know how to, how to help, yeah. you know, yeah. here's, and there's awesome people that are doing that. They're posting links where you could donate. If you can't go out and protest, they're posting um, different things, you know, and that's, that's movement right there. But yeah. instead of, cause you know, they want to see us divide and that's exactly what we're doing. Exactly you know, we're dividing. We're we are dividing. And and it breaks my heart. Breaks my yes. heart. Um, I want to ask you a question. Uh, we don't have to talk to our sons about how they're going to be treated when they're older, like the way black people do. Having that conversation with their children makes me cry um the the one episode that always stands out in my head i don't know if anyone or if you have ever seen gray's anatomy Mm -hmm. when the bailey and her husband i don't remember her husband's name they're a black couple um have to talk to their son about police officers and how to act no matter what the situation is, how to act in front of police officers. I mean, the man is demonstrating, and I know it to show, the man is demonstrating how to put his hands on the back of his head and just kneel down and be quiet. And they even tell him in the show, even if your white friends or any other friends are talking back to the cops, you have to stay quiet and I don't want to quote but I think they said something along the lines if you want to live or we want you to live or we want you to you know and and at the end they tell him you are not a bad person you are not a bad kid you are an amazing person now man you know those words right there I really hope that that is instilled and in the black community in, in general and in minorities is you yes, tell them you're a good person. Yes. You're great. You don't, you know, don't let anyone make you feel like you're less than anybody. Exactly. But it's sad that we live in a world like this. Where exactly. I'm the type of person that says hello to everyone. And I don't know if this has happened to you, but 
and I'm I'm my voice is cracking. This is a very um excuse me touchy subject for me because yes we have children that are nonverbal. Yes. We have children <clears throat> that don't understand, let me compose myself a little bit, that don't understand why people are mean. Yes. And I can relate to every single parent that has talked to their kids about how people treat them different. Only in yes. that sense. Only in that sense. Because it breaks my heart that I cannot... How can I explain it? That I cannot fix my son's brain for him to understand what to do when people do certain things. Yes. Because everyone else can can speak to their child and their child has a comprehension to understand that. Right. Our kids don't. And that breaks my heart too. See, it's a thing like, you know, oh, that's my fear is, you know, something happening and my son not knowing how to respond to an emergency situation in any form. And he gets lost in the system or, or someone hurts him not knowing, you know, and that breaks my heart. Because if you look on the outside, on the outside, our children look normal. Yes. And and I'm told that they don't time. look he, like they have autistic? a disability. Yes. I get that too. He's not autistic. Oh, it's I've like, even heard the whole, he looks normal quote. <laughs> no. Or, are you sure he's autistic? He, yes. He just yes. doesn't want like, to talk yet. Like, and, 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 and please, whoever's listening, don't get offended. That's no. a typical thing that people say because they don't know what else to say. Yeah, and you also learn, especially in this world, you learn to have tough skin. Like, that doesn't hurt my feelings anymore. Not like, me, me neither. You know, like, I understand a lot of people are coming from a good place. They yes. just don't understand. Uh, the so. one I don't handle, and I know we're getting off subject, but it's okay, because that's what this is all about. <laughs> the one yes. I can't handle is, oh, I'm sorry. Bitch, what are you sorry for? <laughs> yeah, I've heard like, that too. What, like, what, are you sorry what, for my struggles? Or are you sorry that my kid was born or like like this? I or, have told yeah. them I'm sorry you're so ignorant. <laughs> you know, and those are strangers. you know it hasn't been there's actually yeah, it had, there is actually one quote in particular that I hate hearing. Let me see, maybe I and I know hear. people I know people mean well when they say it, but I really cannot stand it. <laughs> and it's the whole, it's the whole quote that says, um, well, God will never give you more than you can handle. So, how you know, that kind of bothers me. <laughs> okay. How do you process that? I process it like, so God thinks I could just handle a ton of shit on my lap. So here you go. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just get because a bad mental picture. Of, I have thought about that too. <laughs> I have thought. I don't like it. Like, so God thinks I'm a warrior. So, you know, so I just don't believe that that's what happened. Now I do think he's a gift from God. And I do think that, you know, he's taught me more than I could ever learn. Exactly. My son has humbled me in so many ways. I Mine can't even too. Count. 
mine too. So, and they're, and they're gifts. They really are. They're the most purest human beings, most raw, honest human beings. It just, you know, and it's a beautiful thing, but I imagine, of course it comes. Yeah. I, and, and, and you're right. They are the most purest, gentle little kids that you <laughs> yes. can come across to. And one look in your eyes from them. And and this I'm talking about Noah and Angel. Well, Noah has beautiful blue eyes, um, <laughs> but uh, one look from from them, and when they stare at your eyes, I mean, they just they melt you. They do. They do. And I don't care who you are. I have strangers that have said like, "Oh my God, your son is so adorable." Like, yeah. you know, like, even when he's vocally stimming in the middle of Target or whatever he's doing, um, they'll, they love him. Whoever meets my son falls in love. And I'm sure they do of with course. Noah, too. Yes. Um, yes. Their people. Their smiles learn. are just so pure and like, they're just, they're and I say this, be- yes, and I say this because, and, and I'm not talking bad about you know neurotypical kids at all you know I love all children (laughs) but um I say this like like my son is the most purest human being and I say that because he's so my son doesn't care about the new toys or the new action figure or nothing my son so loves his old toys his you know his old shoes my son likes when my son hates when I pick up my hair Oh, you hear me? I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. So he likes his old shoes, his old toys. He's very classic. Like he just loves things for what they are. So does my, my son. son doesn't, uh, when I pick up my hair, he wants me to put it back down the way I had it. Like he gets mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's so, he's just like a very pure, honest human being. Yeah. And I love that about them. And They're just the most honest. We, we have so much to learn from them. Oh, yes. Uh, my son has taught me patience. Uh, oh, yes. Raquel did not have any patience, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel was was not patient at all. And like you said, he has completely humbled me. And I look at it. I turned the leaf on God gives you what you can handle. Now I look at it and I pump my chest out and I say, because I'm that one. That's me. I'm a warrior. Yes. I'm a good mom. And I'm going to demonstrate to the world that my son is amazing. I'm going to show the world how of an awesome child God gave me. I am yes. not going to sit in a corner and rock back and forth and cry because my son is autistic. How long did it take yes. me to get to that point? three years I think it no maybe two I think it was when he started at FSA that I finally changed my mindset yes because the teacher showed us how and what they can do and how smart they are yes you know it's it's amazing what I love about our boys so that the audience can know is they both love Toy Story (laughs) <laughs> oh my is, gosh yes the difference is Noah likes to play with his toys and Angel <laughs> cannot you cannot touch his toys <laughs> I noticed Noah too he only plays with certain a ones. particular yeah certain ones the rest of them 
they're in his room, they're in a certain position, certain <laughs> place, and if that position is wrong, oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, we get that. I mean, when they're mad, they're yes. mad. But what I love about my son, I'm not sure if Noah was the same way, when he gets mad, it's for a reason. Oh, definitely. It's not just because he's mad. And if he cries, that is a huge 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 yes because my son same my son is high pain tolerant and and if if he cries it's bad yes that's noah too when he cries it's emotional for me because i know something is really hurting him Mm -hmm. or really bothering him yeah and then we have and then we have to guess (laughs) yes we have to figure it out and that's the hard part but yes same with noah too because he doesn't cry like that very often so when he does i know it's something pretty bad yeah and that breaks my heart like (laughs) i hate hearing my son cry it's a whole nother thing, it, but yeah, it's it's different. But back to that um, talk about how yes, they have to talk to their children about Kid, yes, please. Um, I do really feel like I can connect to those parents in that yes. sense, not for because it's going to happen to our children, but because how they have to sit there and try to explain to them. That the world we live in isn't fair. Definitely. Exactly. It's the fairness that I can. You took the words right out of my mouth. It's the fairness of the. <laughs> I know. I just totally like. But <laughs> like. But it in. <laughs> you, no. No. But that's exactly what I was looking for. So thank you. Yeah. Um, that's. That's exactly how I wanted to, to portray that. That it's the fairness that I can relate to with the parents and the children. Yes. And no human being should have to be talked to like that because we're, and I said it in my other podcast, this is 2020. Where is the kindness? Where's the love? Have we yes. not learned anything? Have we not learned one thing in this world? It's just, it's, it's crazy because I'm a very sensitive person, naturally. I consider myself an empath. Like I'm That's very yeah. emotional. I mean, you know how I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm the same I'm, way. I'm deep. I'm a very deep person. And I used to hate that about myself that I was so sensitive. Like I felt things very deeply. If somebody hurt me, man, I felt that times 10. If somebody loved me, I felt that times 10. But God, when I look at the world today, I really feel like, man, what this world can use is just some damn empathy it's like, it's like gone, you know, and, and I'm not saying from everybody, but geez, like, I feel like if the world just had more empathy for people, just humanity in general, you know, cause I mean, we all bleed the same. We're all going to die eventually. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, I'm saying, no, yeah. you know, <laughs> but, I mean, we literally bleed the same, you right. know? So I feel like if, and it just baffles me that, you know, so many people are, you know, feel the way they do against against black people but yet they're with the black culture though listening to the music they created dancing the way they dance you know like listening to our favorite rapper who's black you know (laughs) so I'm like wow it's just it baffles me I'm just like wow it's 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 sad and it's crazy yes and um, I 
feel like I honestly do feel like there's going to be a change. Maybe we won't see it in our lifetime, Nikki. But I do Mm -hmm. feel like this is a change. A change is going to happen. I don't know when it's going to be a good change. Because right now we're it's at its peak, I think. But mm-hmm. did you see the protest of people laying down on the floor and repeating his last words? Yes, I saw that. That, literally, I cried, I think, for like 30 minutes. And I prayed. Uh, yes. I think I pray different from most people. <laughs> I, that's, but that's going to be in my podcast when I talk to religious people. But... Yeah, but you know what? That's that's a very personal thing. I feel like you can pray the way you need to communicate with God. So yeah, I feel like that's it. Doesn't matter. I pray weird too. Okay, I, I pray sometimes just to myself out loud during the day. I you know, like I mean, conversations I'm with the upper power. You know, I yes, and those thirty minutes, I I got on my knees and um, I cried. I cried. My dogs ran up to me because they're like, what the hell is she doing on her knees? What's going on? <laughs> you know, but yes. it's it's a very emotional thing for me. And I think it's the same thing. Like you said, I have very strong feelings. Yes. And, um, I wish that we wouldn't see anything like that. And I'm sure it's not going to be the last time we see a cop doing something like that. But there are good cops out there. But yes, we can't there is. And we can't talk about that right now. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not about that. It's about this man dying in the public eye in front of people and not helping him. Yes. They couldn't just jump the cop. They would have they would have died. Yes, you're absolutely right. And that's the thing, like, you know, on social media, a lot of people are, you know, going back to other issues. Like, to me, there's a lot of unfair things going on. I mean, it was for a minute there where I had to kind of just step away from social media because I don't know if you heard about that <sighs> that story with the lady that pushed her son um the her autistic son she she murdered her own in son Florida? i believe it was that in florida she lied about two black guys coming. yes yeah. yes okay it was that story and then it was another story um a youtube couple rehome rehome their autistic ad- adopted son or something like that i didn't even i don't even like opening those stories because they will stay with me and um, especially the first one I told you about, that broke my that heart face like stays with times me. 20. Face stays with yes, yeah. yes. So, and then of course, you got people talking about the wall, and then you got people talking about the kids in cages. And like I said, there are so many issues going on that are unfair, they're not right, they were handled wrong, or you know, just little things that are all built up. But right now, as to me, as an emergency, you know, like I feel like somebody had used a metaphor um, 
like, yes, all lives matter, but it's like, like all, like, I forgot how they said it. Basically, like, black lives right now are in the state of emergency. Well, that, that's know? what like, I said in my other podcast. I, I, oh, okay, I yes. said that. I said that I don't like people saying that right now, that all lives matter. Yes, they matter. My life matters. Your life matters. My son lives matters. All life, my parents, our parents, you know, they all matter. But right now, these black people have gone through so much fucking shit. Oh, there's hundreds and hundreds of years of oppression. Yes, of course. Latinos have too. I understand that, but it's not about us right now. These people were slaves. These people were maids to to white women raising their kids and they had to they they couldn't even share the fucking bathroom with them yes i mean do you know how much anger it gives me for a human and we're not even black to so another <laughs> human like that i know and again it, yeah. I, I i i'm i'm choking up because I just, I just can't believe that people have so much hatred towards other people. Yes. Like, why? What did that black man do to you? You know, I literally, um, I get a mental picture every time I, I like speak on this subject and I get a mental picture of their ancestors crying out. It's just a mental picture I get, you know? Because can you imagine, you know, like, still going through this in this millennium, yes. you know, and yes. it's just so, I don't know, there's just so many emotions around it. And my heart aches. It really does. Yes. It, it could literally just bring you down. It's, it it's hard. It, it does. It, it, it has literally, it, it drains my soul, Nikki. And I know mm-hmm. you understand what that means because we've talked about it. It drains my soul mm-hmm. to know that these people are going to bed probably crying yes probably feel helpless yes they're protesting but where's and the scared where's the fucking you know change? yeah and scared yeah yes if i get Who's stopped not? by a cop am I, mean, am I gonna go home that day or am i gonna be alive <laughs> you right. know like i, I mean, mean- all, all we need to see now is for them to just do it again just for pride. Yes. And they, they I don't know if you heard, but they, there's been a couple of cops that quit. They quit the force because of this, because they are ashamed to be a cop because of cops like that man. Yes. Because in these riots, you see in riots that cops take a knee that yes that, that, that officer that is to me that is beautiful yes and it's not hypocritical and i love the black people that applaud them because that's all we need support yeah. support them pray for them donate money yeah i love actually them. um i saw a celebrity oh my god i can't believe i my mind's blank so i can't even remember who it was but somebody was donating some uh, money for like a, a new police training you know wow. uh, yes see that to me is something that is needed now yeah. it's hard because it's like 
until mankind changes the condition of their hearts, I don't think no amount of training or anything could could really do a whole lot. But if somebody has an open mind to learn and to accept, that's all we can really pray for. You know, it's, it's just so hard because to me, this is the condition of the heart. It's not, you know, like mental. It's just, you know, like it's, it's hatred that's been passed on from generation to generation. Embedded in their brain. Yes, and it's sad. That was very well said, Nikki. I'm happy that you said that to me and to the audience because it really makes you think about how um, society is. And I think that with that note, Nikki, I think we should end this beautiful conversation that we had. Appreciate your conversation. Yes, thank you. And I hope to have you back on a different subject. Um, I'm glad that we touched on our boys because I know we love them to death. (laughs) Yes. um, (laughs) I think we could both agree that all we want is love and respect and kindness in this world. Yes. Justice, peace, and love. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. And, you know, it's only two of us and a lot of listeners here that can start doing that with people. It just starts with a hello. That's all it starts with. Yes, I definitely agree. So with that, um, I'm going to end my episode two. And thank you so much, Nikki, for joining me. And sorry about all the... uh, Oh, no, it's fine. Technical difficulties. It's okay. (laughs) I'm learning too. (laughs) And um, I'll talk to you soon, love. Okay, thank you so much. All right, kisses to Noah. All right, bye. bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Real Talk with Raquel. I really appreciate the love and support that everybody has been giving me. I received a lot of comments, personal comments, and comments on my Instagram. Um, If anybody would like to follow me on Instagram and want to see what my son looks like or what I look like or anything, um, my Instagram is r0ck.3l which is Raquel. That was the best I can do. Um, Anyway, there is on the Anchor app, when you listen to this podcast, a little plus sign on the top that says message. I would love for people to either leave questions or leave comments or your input or insights on any of the conversations that I have had or anything that you would really want me to talk to people about that are you know, that you would be interested in listening to. I would love that support from this audience. Um, Anyway, have a beautiful night and um, thanks for listening.